0: It's been a while. Welcome back. Low six, low down. Episode six, no, eight, I believe. Oh, I can't remember. I've even lost count. It's been that long. bit later than expected. Um, Tom got COVID, so we were out of the office for, what, two weeks?
1: Yeah, I mean, I was up for three weeks. You were up for three, yeah. yeah.
0: Tom missed the semi-final and final.
1: Yep, good. Yeah, heartbreak. (laughs) And to rub
0: more salt into the wounds, Man City have just bid a hundred million for Jack Grealish. So <laughs> the the is, was it was it on New Street the um the the Villa store
2: is that the one? I think it's the one at the Is it the one at the ground? Yeah, the, the, yeah. the New Street one's closed. It's been closed for for a few years now. Has it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I was going to say I'd noticed it. had gone. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. Know used, to there used to be a Blues one in the Palisades before they uh, yeah knocked it down and turned it into New Street Station. So that's
0: it. I um. I used to. I didn't used to look at it as a walk pass, so I haven't actually noticed. <laughs> <laughs> You're off to Mary Hill tonight, aren't you, Reese? There's a there's there's an, an Albion yeah, club an shop, there. shop there. That's yeah. Albion territory, <laughs> um, lads. We 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 won't hang about. Um, we ended the last uh, discussion, if you like, uh, um, uh, and I suppose we probably didn't really know what to expect. Um, in my opinion england overachieved in the uh, in the euros um i thought it was brilliant brilliant summer played really well uh it was fantastic to get to a final for the first time in our lifetime the first time in the lifetime of of, of people who have seen nothing but misery obviously we don't go on about 1966 too much but um we finally kind of didn't lay the ghost of it, but we give ourselves something else to talk about and we can forget that the Kieran Trippier goal was the uh, the best moment in our lifetime. Um <laughs> uh, Reese, I'll come to you first. It was obviously disappointing to lose the final on penalties to Italy. Um but, you know, I think it was it was a great ride, wasn't
2: it, for oh, no, I'll be honest, like as soon as we got to penalties, I knew we'd lost it. It's just the England way, but you know, to even get to that point where we were effectively three kicks away from winning the whole thing, just shows how much improvement has gone into the side in the last, you know, six six to eight years. Like, you know, we 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 came home group stages of the World Cup 2014, and you know, all right, that was a tough group, but you know, Costa Rica topped that group at the end of the day, and it just showed how much disappointment was coming in. To then go out to Iceland the next tournament as well, like you know, this this just shows that. We're on the right, you know, the right path. Everything's in place. You know, next tournament, we can go in with, with the expectation of, you know, we could really do some damage here. And
1: I think that's, you know, a good thing.
0: Mm. Yeah. Um, World Cup favourites for to you, Tom, England?
1: Nah, I don't think so. Um, I'd probably say Italy. I think France will be... And they'll come back. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, they do not really have many excuses, though, France. I, I thought... Uh, Four games, and I thought we we were we said that 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 Germany game. Uh, I just really fancied them, uh, and, and obviously it was one 0 They had like two disallowed goals, I think, that were yeah. kind of really tight decisions. But I thought after that uh, that Germany game, they were uh, you know they, they didn't really offer much, did they? And uh, I thought they were they, they were kind of knocked out fair and square. I don't know why that was. Um, you know, they obviously underachieved massively with with the quality they had, but yeah, I mean, like you say, you probably can't really knock aside like that down yeah. too much and yeah you'd f- fully spent about Speaking
1: back. of Germany as well, it'll be I'm, I'm not sure if they've replaced low yet, have they? Um Uh
2: not not to my knowledge no. Yeah.
1: Either way I think it'll be, it'll be interesting to see mm. who, I, I who, thought who comes in.
2: The Bayern the old Bayern manager was
1: taking it. Oh uh, uh Flick.
2: Yeah, and yeah. I thought Hans Flick was uh, Hans Hans Flick was, was taking it, yeah.
1: Okay. So either way it'll be interesting to see how they get on yeah. un- under him. Um, that was
0: great, though, wasn't it? The, um, the England-Germany game. I think that was probably my favourite game to watch, um, just because just of the fact it was at Wembley. I think it was the, the first time that we'd played in a stadium that looked close to yeah. full. It was five o'clock. That was kind of the only annoying thing, I suppose, you know, but we all finished, you know, work an hour early. And there wasn't that kind of waiting about till eight o'clock in the evening. Not being able to eat, you know, your tea because <laughs> of the nerves and all that, uh, and then to just go and beat them, score two late goals—the, you know, the, the second the Kane the goal went in—I think we all really started to believe that this England team was was capable of um, of, of you know progressing quite far into this tournament. Uh, that was probably my my, my standout ninety minutes of, of of this this Euros. You know, I just thought it was—I thought there was just so many brilliant games. That one night, where, as we mentioned, the Switzerland France game that was, you know, three three. Uh, went to penalties. Uh, the the Croatia Spain game was on yes. the same day, I believe. I just thought there's some really really good quality games of football. Um, a lot of teams that that kind of came into this Euro 2020 competition and probably you know went under the radar slightly. The likes of Czech Republic and and probably overachieved uh, Denmark as well. Of course, can't forget them. And, and we'll come on to Christian Eriksen no doubt in a minute. Uh, brilliant, brilliant. You know summer of football obviously the the hearts are still a little bit broken um but we've only got 18 months or so to go into the world cup so hopefully England put it right then and uh and yeah my my opinion on Southgate has very much changed I have to admit I hold my hands up um Tom surprise package for you
1: um
0: mean to be fair I think you said Italy were your dark horses
1: yeah I did um I said I Scotland. Ian.
0: Yeah, cheers Scotland.
1: I can't even remember. I
0: think it, you said you? North Macedonia. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which one was worse? <laughs> I saw. I saw oh, someone uh, describe when we when we drew nil <laughs> nil to Scotland. I saw someone describe um, Scotland as North Macedonia in kilts. I think that
2: probably summed it <laughs> up perfectly. They, did, they didn't finish last, so yeah, I'm, I, I'm happy. I was going to say didn't we finished really last. We did.
1: We did spend quite a bit of time and bigging up Turkey as well, though, and yeah. about how. Well, yeah, they How 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 good they look uh, going into it, and then yeah, they, 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 are, they were they were shit. they, yeah, they, they were terrible. really
2: bad. But they are officially the Jekyll and Hyde of international football because that Nations League tournament they looked absolutely insane. They looked yeah. brilliant, and then you know the, the qualifying was a bit of an average, you know slug, and it the the, the qualifying team turned up by the looks of it so. But that was that you know they had a manager who took them to a World Cup semi final so you know there were, there were all the expectation all the all the stuff on paper was there the one thing we just didn't anticipate was you know the can they play on it? and that was that literally what it came down to Wales was were fantastic against them and I think that just complete I think the Italy game just completely took the wind out of the sails like that opening game they were absolutely battered yeah. from from minute one and you know I think that really uh. Really took every bit of confidence out of them to to, to start with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think
0: um, I, I I think the ones that that kind of achieved. I think taking everything into consideration, I think Denmark deserve a huge amount of credit given mm-hmm. what happened with um, with Ericsson, um the, the you know the, the first game, it was. Uh, I think there was a lot of nerves whether this competition would carry on. Like genuinely, I was I, I remember watching it, and you know, obviously we can talk about whether the you know the the kind of the coverage should have been finished or, or should have carried on or not um, but I think the Denmark team and obviously the, the nation as well deserve huge amounts of credit and uh, obviously they scored a great goal against us the first goal that we conceded of, of Euro 2020 and that, that, that threw the, the cat amongst the pigeons a little bit didn't it um, and for them to get to a semi-final given the kind of the, the mental stress and barriers that they must have had to have overcome to see one of their own you know full you know on a, on a pitch like that I mean it was really really harrowing scenes that we that we saw um, and, and yeah I'd, I'd probably say you'd do well to find a team that probably overachieved um, as much as Denmark taking everything in, in, into consideration um, Patrick Schick would you be uh, you know would you be leaning towards seeing him come and play in the Premier League players trade here um,
1: I don't know because I called him Patrick
0: Shit on the last podcast yeah, I did, yeah, yeah, he did. <laughs> I'd never even heard of him yeah. to be honest but uh, no he, he looks looks a bit of a baller doesn't
1: he well oh, he he got off to a good start. You no, know, th- was it the first couple of games? Um, Great goal. Yeah,
2: yeah. Like um, David Marshall was made a mug there. Yeah, complete but mug.
1: The, but then he didn't really do anything for the next cu- couple of games. I don't, I don't think he had a shot on target for the next couple of games. And then it obviously he scored when they n- were knocked out. Yeah, but it's, it, it just screams one of those like West Ham slapped forty million on him. He comes <laughs> over and s- scores five goals, and he's loaned, loaned out to. You know, Germany next season. um. Yeah, a lot of these players
0: are kind of, you know, bought on, you know, tournament, you know, the the kind of the hype aren't they? The 2014 World Cup, I mean, there were so many goalkeepers, I think, (laughs) particularly South American goalkeepers. And I mean, you know, they Look like cats when they're playing in the world cup, but then they come to like an England or a, to- a proper top class division.
2: Ospina ticks the bill, for yeah, that, yeah, exactly. Like, like Kayla Navas stood out and was brilliant for, for, for Costa Rica, but yeah, David he was like Ospina. The, who, yeah. who
0: was the chili keeper? was like that chili keeper. Did he, he had he had the, the long hair and he had like the, the bandana in his head or something like that. I, I forgot what his
2: oh, name was. Well, you've got you've got. Is it Is a Tractor? Um, cha- yeah, a trip from Mexico. Yeah, or yeah. Mexico was yeah. it? Yeah, apologies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah me- they, they picked him up, and I don't think he really he stayed no. in Mexico that that year. I'm sure yeah, he yeah. did. Yeah,
0: I think James Rodriguez, obviously, again, you know, I think he was a quality player before, but I think he went to Monaco in the wake of the the World Cup, perhaps, or. He had a couple you of know, yeah, there, was he was definitely already
1: at Monaco. Oh, well, he was already at Monaco. Yeah, that yeah. time. Sorry, yeah. he left Monaco, I think that's something. Yeah, to go to go to, yeah, go, go Rome, to Madrid yeah.
0: and, you know, barely barely got a look and got loan to Munich and the rest is history, as they say. Um, Cristiano Ronaldo, Ruiz, uh showed showed that he's still got it. I mean, from the penalty spot, there's not a bloke who you'd trust more.
2: Oh, no, without question. I mean, it, it's insane at the age that he is that he's still in the physical fitness. You know, he, he literally could outpace these you know, young kids coming onto the block to play. And, you know, it's just incredible. You know, I'd love to see him back in the Premier League. He's made it very clear that he won't go to City. And, you know, United is the only place he wants to go if he does come back. So it's very obvious he doesn't want to stay at Juventus because there's no Champions League football. So, you know, if I was United, you know, I know Cavani's already committed to another year. And do you really want two 30-plus strikers in, in your lineup? Maybe not, but... I'd love to see him back in the Premier League. I, I, I've rated him when he was in the Premier League. I rated him at Real Madrid. And obviously Juventus has gone one way and the yeah. other at times. But he's still really good for his age. Like, you know, the, the fitness side of it is just immense.
0: Yeah. I think the, um, the 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 GOAT argument took a swing, though, didn't it? With Argentina winning the uh, the Copa America. So
1: Big up, Emmy Martinez. Did <laughs> yeah. you um, no. see, see the oh, penalty shootout? Yeah. yeah. Martin, yeah. Where he is um, sort of like giving a think yeah, of Mina shit was to... It,
2: yeah. well, I know that, uh, Was it... It was a couple of them. He was yeah, really going yeah. at a couple. Mina was the
1: main one because yeah.
2: he, w- he was being a right bastard. You yeah. Know he, mm. on? he was really playing up. Yeah.
1: Cause before before the tournament, um, Mina concussed Martinez and he had oh, to go to the hospital. Oh, right. yeah, Um So I'm guessing that, that played a little part in it, but mm. yeah.
0: Yeah. No, fair play. You know, I did see it. Um... Yeah, the, the I think yeah the, the shit talking uh, when it's an empty stadium, yeah. you know, it's stand you stand out a bit yeah. more, don't you? Because there's probably that not as much of a fear factor as sixty thousand people kind of relying yeah. on you to, to, to save a penalty. So, um, but yeah, no, fair enough. And obviously, yeah, I think I think Messi has, has you know equaled Ronaldo's two thousand and sixteen Euro win by yeah. Yeah. finally winning a, a major tournament with his country. So that kind of debate about Messi not performing on the international stage, I think, uh, well and truly put to bed. Uh, Tom,
1: best England player of the tournament for you? I'd probably say Luke Shaw, you know. Yeah, I'd agree, I, think yeah. like all, I, I, all, I agree with that as well. All round. I mean, Sterling obviously got yeah, the goals. Yeah, Sterling, yeah. But um, all round, I'd say Luke Shaw. And there's you. Once again. Yeah, Bill Ben Chilwell. <laughs> ben Chilwell who ended
0: up hugging an opposition player for 20 minutes after the game. And um, yeah, I got a couple of things wrong. <laughs> One thing I didn't get wrong, I, I actually I actually bigged up Saka to a few mates before yeah. um, the Euros. And I said, I- I'd like to see Saka start some games because he was, um, you know, irrespective of the penalty miss. I think, I think we could probably all agree that uh, he probably shouldn't have been standing up to take a decisive no. penalty like that. Uh, but I just think the show be standouts. I thought Pickford to save two penalties was was brilliant. Sterling was class. You know Kane came into his own, you know probably not as much in the group stages but you know that that goal against Germany kind of you could tell lifted him. Um missed the penalty but was was obviously jolly enough on the spot to uh, to put it past uh, Cashfish Michael uh, in the semi-final. Um you know I thought Calvin Phillips looked great at times. Declan Rice was superb. Um you know, I thought Maguire and Stones were top drawer as well. Grealish, you know, when he when he came on was um, was a nightmare for defenders, I think. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think, like you say, we, we're just unlucky. As Reece says, we were three kicks away, yeah, potentially even two kicks away if Rashford scores the penalty um, from, from being champions of Europe. But I think uh, we can all be proud and, and hold our heads high. We've got a, a positive uh, future to look forward to with this uh, young crop of players. Uh, lockdown lock-ins. Quick fire, lads. Um, just one or two uh, word answers uh, I'll come to both of you for these choices So Reese, player of the tournament uh, I'm going to go with Chiellini I was going to go Don- Donnarumma Yeah, I'm going to go Shaw I thought Shaw was class uh,
2: Bit of England bias there, but there we go uh, Tom, young player uh, Pedri, Spain I'll probably go with Chaser and I thought it was really harsh. He didn't get anything, to be fair. Mm. How old is Chaser? He's 23. Okay, I'll go Chaser then. I think he looks fucking
0: amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, uh,
2: Reese, your European team to watch out for at the World Cup? I think Spain. Yep. I, I think Spain are the ones to watch out for. They've got some
1: youthful yep. promise there. I think it's they're to watch out to be fair. I think you can't really look past Italy, can you? Mm. If, if they've just won the the Euros, can't really look past them. So. One thing I would say is that I think this was, if I'm being honest, I think
0: if Eng- if England lost this final, which of course they did, I don't think it's the end of the world for England. If e- Italy had lost this final, I think because they're just a little bit leggier, a little bit more wearier, um, this was maybe their best opportunity yeah. for X amount of years to, to win a major tournament, whereas England perhaps have got a few more of you know two or three more top tournaments in them with this team um so I'm gonna say England for that exact reason and I think um uh, from what I can tell I just think Brazil are just overrated and I've thought it for years everyone was really worried about them in 2018 I didn't really have any concerns um I think a team that relies on Neymar is is in a bit of bother to be honest and yeah, it's Fred good a, start yeah exactly as, as good a player as Neymar is I think if you're pinning your hopes on him then you're in a bit of bother. Um, You know, there's a reason why he never got past Neymar, uh, uh, Messi, I should say, at Barcelona. And there's a reason why everyone rates Mbappe higher than him. So uh, for that exact reason, yeah, I've not really got too many concerns. I think Europe will dominate the World Cup again next year. And I I think England could be, uh, you know, at least a semi-finalist again. So let's uh, see how we get on. Um, I think, yeah, just just a quick one as well. We want to see Southgate in charge. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Deserves to be, I, he? Yeah. You can't look past it. I
2: just don't think there's anybody else better for the job at the moment. There's not many people that know that setup inside out, has experienced it all the way through. You know, he knows the young players coming through. It's not a case of whoever's playing well for England at this and the other should count. i will be honest, right? I, I wasn't. You know, I wasn't on board that. Oh, a Grealish should start, but the way that he implemented Grealish was absolutely you know, perfect to the game plan. As much as people might not agree that, yep. he came on that Germany game and as everybody knows that I'm a Birmingham City fan and I'm not gonna rate him or this, that, and the other, but he was absolutely fantastic. That last twenty minutes he came on against Germany completely yeah, changed, the changed the game. And I thought it was absolutely fantastic way of using it.
1: Yeah. I think I think the only criticism you could give him was the final. Yeah. The way he yeah, we just took he off handled, the gas and handled we? the final, yeah. Yeah, we should I'd have uh, I thought first half played really well, but second half. Cuz you could you you could see it coming like Yeah. He needed to make changes earlier. Yeah. But yeah, he, nah, we got to the final. We spoken. learned, don't we? we? we. I, I think that's it.
2: the thing we can put it down to experience. Like obviously against Croatia we we cocked up against Croatia. He learned from that and he got us onto the next stage. Mm. So, you know, if we can look at it that way, if we do get to the World Cup final next time, he knows what to do. Yeah, so I so think I'll, I'll, we can take it as a learning curve. Should
1: say as well though, if he didn't get to the final, he'd have been murdered, wouldn't he? Yeah, with the yeah. route that we had. With the route that we had,
0: yeah. I mean, I thought, yeah, the the Ukraine game was obviously. I think we all kind of assumed that would be a walk in the park, which it was. Um, I certainly didn't overlook Denmark, but I've been, I'd have been massively disappointed if yeah. we if we hadn't have got past Denmark at Wembley. Mm. Uh, but hey, look. You know, we've conceded two goals. One was just an absolute worldy free kick. One was just a really scruffy. You know, it still yeah. hurts to look back at that yeah. goal because it,
2: it was a good save from Pickford. Like, yeah, you was. know, to be fair, to get down that low, that mm. quick, and push it onto the post—that's that's top-notch reaction
1: you know, straight away. I'd completely forgot about that. You know, like I haven't watched it, or I literally didn't look at anything to do with England as soon as that final. Oh uh, yeah, end, I, I, I watched I the
2: like, highlights when I got home and and that was about it. Yeah, I couldn't yeah. I couldn't to be honest, yeah. myself to do it. I don't even think I have watched I think I have watched Shaw's goal back cuz it kind of makes me happy, but I don't <laughs> think <I've> ever, <laughs> I, don't I I kind of prepared myself for that final cuz I as as most of us probably were, had a couple of extra points after the semi-final and got yeah, home yeah. and uh my girlfriend was waiting for me and she literally went she went oh is it, is it going to come home? And I was like, no. Mm-hmm. No, look, I, I'm just happy we're there. And, yeah, yeah. you know, I, I literally have said for a long time, I just wanted to see us in the last game. Yeah. Didn't, it didn't bother me if we lost it. And, you know, obviously coming so close was quite painful, but there was a lot of factors into it that, you know, I enjoyed the game as it is. Like, you know, my, my brother's got OCD and he's not a big, big football follower. But, you know, when he was younger, he used to, you know, watch football a bit. Um, and then we... From from the first game, we'd been going out. He didn't want to come because obviously he wasn't comfortable with the conditions. And by the final, he was sitting in us in a crowded pub because mm. obviously he's got he's got germophobia, so that's like a yeah, major yeah. issue. So yeah. there he is sitting in a pub, going absolutely ballistic with everyone. Mm. It was just a nice way to end it. Like you know, just mm. there's there's ways that you know you look at it and you go, wow, well, actually it benefited us in in ways that yeah. we didn't expect. So yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I think just kind of. Made
0: you forget about COVID and, and, and the last, you know, well, apart from Tom. Uh, yeah, <laughs> was, I was sat there in sitting on my surgery, a mask on. He was on <laughs> so was in his, <laughs> his sick bed, yeah, at the time. I mean, okay, for for for. for <laughs> of us in this room um, (laughs) made you think about COVID, didn't it? But um, yeah, Uh, but obviously you two lads have had that experience, but this was the first time I was able to cheer on a team in a final. I'd never had the experience of neither club or country have have, have I been, you know, associated myself with a a certain allegiance in a final. So Mm. that was kind of groundbreaking in some ways. And um, life is unfair. and, And obviously for that exact reason, that's why we didn't win. But that yeah, uh, no, was great. I've
1: been a bit sort of conditioned to uh, yeah, lose, it was, losing in the final yeah, as well. So to be fair, yeah. am um, I suppose Reese I, I got a fifty fifty record, yeah. it's okay. Like,
2: you know. Well I hope <laughs> if, if
0: if I have a fifty fifty record this time next year I'll be happy. <laughs> <laughs> but, but no, it was um no, it was great. It was great, you know, obviously um I I watched plenty plenty with you know, my mates, uh, plenty with my old man, plenty with my girlfriend, uh, brother and sister. There was a load of us around, my dad's for the final. Um, and, you know, that that, that kind of, the, the two minutes in when, you know, we scored, I really thought, bloody hell, you know, we we're going to do it. Mm-hmm. Wasn't meant to be, but, you know, the, the future's bright. So, if obviously you're an England fan listening and then, you know, keep 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 your heads up and, uh, and we'll come back stronger, no doubt. Um, let's move on to domestic, uh, domestic football. Uh, I've been looking at this and I don't know whether it's a daft question or not, but in in context and in perspective, Tom, Sancho and Varane to Man United, Grealish and Kane to Man City, what's the best duo? It sounds a daft question. I'm just thinking in more of what that squad needs, you know, and, and obviously who's likely to have the bigger impact. Because, yeah. I mean, you're not convinced
1: Grealish would start for Man City, are
0: you? Um,
1: Kane obviously would, but... Yeah, I don't know. I the thing is, there aren't really many city players that are, you know, like definite starters. You've got De Bruyne, Diaz, sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> um, I do hate Pep Roulette. So yeah, it's it's like he changes his players uh, like he changes his socks, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah. Uh, so I also seen something the other day that he's um, Pep's like if if he sounds Grealish that he'd think about playing him as an eight, um, and sort of rotating him with Gundogan because. Mm. Grealish played he has played as an night before he played there in the championship yeah. Um, so yeah if he's playing like just playing a bit part but then again they do need to striker, don't they they've only got Jesus and if you're signing someone that's
2: yeah. they they are absolutely screaming for yeah. a striker. They've been screaming for a striker for about the past two seasons and they've mm-hmm. never actually fully replaced. You know, yeah. like aguero I'm not saying he was under decline, but the injury started to creep in and the less game time started to become more apparent. And, you know, I thought Jesus, when they signed him at first, was, you know, okay, it's one for the future. It's fair enough. There's a lot of work to go in it. But then he got that long-term injury and it just never seems to have just kicked on fully from it. Like there's been like sparks of promise, but it's not... Been fully kicked into a twenty goals, twenty goals a season striker. Like you know, he gets, he could probably get double figures. But you know, when you've got players like Sterling who are, who are outscoring him on occasions, and mm. you you you've got to think that's a bit of an issue there, straight away. Yeah, I think, uh, I think, I think if if
0: Kane signs for Man City, then just give them the league now, as far as I'm yeah. concerned. Uh, obviously, Grealish as well. He, he's, he's hardly a mug signing, but um.
1: But you know, two hundred fifty million on two players. Pep is yeah. a. Uh,
0: we talk about English players. We talk about English players, you know, being overpriced. But I think English players now are kind of the value they are. I think on merit, you know, obviously Kane has scored. what Was it four goals at the Euros, Grealish has had two assists, been the standout player for Villa for, for a number of years now. Um, Kane, obviously, I think most assists and goals in in, in the division yeah. last season. So I mean, it, people can argue 160 million whatever they want. I think in the um, in the current climate you know 160 million it's, it's it's not exactly like a snip but I think if he played for like a Barcelona or a Real Madrid they, they'd want north of 200 as far yeah. as I'd be concerned uh, and obviously yeah Sancho and, and Varane to, to Man United as well um, I think Maguire showed at the Euros that what a top class player he yeah. is with a Varane alongside him I think uh, it's, it's brick wall defensively yeah. astute aren't they Man United and obviously with Sancho a bit more firepower up front you know Premier League contenders again yeah
1: I don't see why not. I think that I think they need they need a, a proper centre forward. I think they need like a proper goals. So they've got Cavani. He's um, like, what is he now like forty, yeah. forty five? <laughs> <or not? laughs> um, You'd be getting the walking stick yeah, out of him. So I mean, Jesus. The, 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 I think they need a a proper yeah centre forward as well. <laughs> Cause I,
2: I, I like Cavani because he does the dirty work. If somebody lays a finger on him, he's running over and he's going to headbutt him. That's why I, I like Cavani because he will it, he will stop the young he, he will stop the younger players getting sent off. He will he will happily, you know, throw the fist if it need be. Yeah. And I, I quite like that. You know, I quite like the idea of of a football team having an enforcer like you know, <laughs> like someone who's just happy to take a take take a kick. Like, oh God's sake, so go do this again. Like. You know, it's like Blues. Barry Ferguson was always, always straight in it with Lee Bowyer. Like the pair of them would just jump on someone straight away, and that would be the end of it. Mm. Uh, I, that's why I quite like Cavani at United. He's not he's someone who don't take no shit. And if you mess about, he'll just do it. once he's good. He's
1: a good player, but he's not going to be starting every week. And he's not. No.
2: no, he's not at the standard he was five years no, ago. Exactly. Still and got a bit of touch about him, doesn't he? And,
1: right? and Ra- Rashford isn't a centre forward. No, no, he's not. Marsh- Martial's not a good enough centre forward to. To challenge for the title, no, they need they they need a centre forward. I think if if it won't
0: happen, but say for example, Man United went and like bid for Benzema, yeah, then I think you're talking proper. And then you've got Chelsea in there as well. Of course, you can never overlook Liverpool. It could potentially be a very very competitive. Division in yeah. the top four, and you've got Arsenal and Spurs. Arsenal and Spurs which <laughs> will just take their usual <laughs> yeah. meaningless places in like fifth, sixth, seventh, yeah. and eighth, and, and take, somewhere take, around Take then. the Everton Cup, yeah. Delusions it, yeah. of grandeur with those pair, <laughs> yeah. Then he's probably get a bit of a reality check. I mean, I'd, I'd have serious worries for Tottenham if, if Kane goes, yeah. Um, uh, you know, uh, I think uh, uh they
2: will just um, part of the pressure on Sun. I think if he yeah. does go, it, all of it will be Lamella's been sold, yeah. hasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, they've signed Howard from the Big Bang Theory. <laughs> I wish I could get that joke. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, they they switched Lamella yeah. to Sevilla and got a lad called Brian Gill. And he looks right. dead like the guy from Big oh, Bang okay. Theory. Oh, OK. You'll have to show me a picture
0: after. <laughs> I'm looking forward to seeing this. Um, I think I've just answered this next question. Which player would I most like to see in the Premier League? I think after that goal at the Euros, Benzema. What a player. You know, I think um, looked, looked better and, and more imposing for France than, than either Mbappe. Well, Mbappe and Griezmann put together, in my opinion, and and showed France exactly, even though they won a World Cup, you know, what they've been missing for the last, what, five, six, seven years, something like that. Um, yeah, Karim Benzema for me. Tom, if you could see anyone who's not in the
1: Premier League. <laughs> anyone. Um, next season. I mean, I'd like to see, like, Haaland. Haaland, yeah. Um, or Lewandowski. Mm-hmm because um, I mean Chelsea have been linked with both of them haven't they yeah so,
0: um, we called um, we called Poland the Marloff didn't we we just knew Yeah, what, yeah that they were never going to be a threat but Lewandowski domestically of course is ridiculous uh, yeah yeah, you'd, you'd do well to, to find a better number 9 outside of him and Kane I'd say yeah. uh, well I'm Benzema as well <laughs> um,
2: Reese for you uh, it, it would be a toss up between Haaland just because it's just absolutely insane up front and yep. and the lad who scored against us for Denmark I'd love to see Damsgaard in the Dam's Premier God. League who's he play for? Uh, uh is it At- S- it's it's Italy it's definitely the Italian team I'm sure it is is it Sampdoria? that's the one I yeah. think that's it yeah, Sampdoria. Sampdoria yeah it's definitely I nearly said Atlanta then same colours <laughs> Uh yeah it was a good goal that yeah, very, very good goal. Uh, there we go then. Um, EFL
0: Cup action this weekend. Uh, do Man City win it once again? I think, yeah, in a, in a short answer, they probably do. They're, they're going to win another Premier League, League Cup double. Um, I just think mentality is so important in football. and I just don't think Man City have got... I think they're, they're just happy doing what they do. And, you know... You could probably say they're a bit like England in a way. They get to the final, come up against a slightly more kind of battle-hardened team that have got, you know, experience in in that kind of environment and and they kind of bottled it a bit. I mean, will they be better for that loss? A bit like England? You know, we'll we'll, we'll soon find out, won't we? Especially if they get these acquisitions like Grealish and Kane. I think um, that's firepower up front, isn't it? To what they've already got. De Bruyne, Kane, Grealish and Sterling. That's a bit naughty,
2: that, isn't it? That, that, that's just ah, oh, that's just Premier League over by week ten.
1: That is. Is there a know, better is from there a
0: front four in in European football than that? If that is, oh, I
1: think you're doing well, aren't you? Dwight McNeil, Chris Wood, Ashley Barnes, and uh, oh, Goodmanson. Yeah.
0: Burnley <laughs> <laughs> get the claret's in the Europa League. <laughs> Go on, boys. No, Sean Deich as well. Oh. <laughs> Who understands what Sean Deich is saying? I don't understand the word that bloke's saying.
1: <laughs> what, do reckon, what do you reckon? Is um, is Talk. Usual drink is it when he goes to? Oh, like he's a John Smith, man. Isn't isn't yeah. Yeah, yeah, Or a
0: Doom Bar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he definitely winks at the the barmaid <laughs> when he walks in. <laughs> sits down, waits for his pine to be brought over <sighs> to him, gets a bag of pork scratchings as well. Yeah talks to, he, he goes in on his own and he ends up trying to, like, talk to a group of lads and, oh, <laughs> uh, you know, I'd have signed for Man United if I didn't break my little toe or something like that. <laughs> he's Mr. Brexit, isn't he? Have you, yes. that, have you seen the video of that tackle he, he made when he was playing? Yes, oh, yeah. The two-footer. I mean, Absolutely he's, he's, a, he's a hard, big-hard bastard. You wouldn't mess with him, <laughs> oh, would you? No, no chance, <laughs> no. You can see why, like, a, a bunch of bang-average cannon fodder players, like, <laughs> comfortably stay up in the Premier League every year because they just don't want to, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, shit scared. Of they me, they yeah. don't want to put a foot wrong <laughs> for Daishy.
2: I'd love to see a charity boxing match between him and Vinnie Jones. Ooh yeah, that, be cool. that would just be that's just two rock solid footballers. Who yeah. is, is
1: the uh, hardest uh, Premier League manager? Do you reckon it's, it's Daesh?
2: So if uh, they did like a Royal Rumble, yeah. a football match. Oh. Who's, yeah. going, who's going You,
1: out you first? know, who's going
0: been out first. Arteta. Arteta's going out first. Yeah. Um, yeah, no doubt about it. Arteta's going at first. He just epitomises everything about Arsenal, I think, doesn't he? Just a bit, <laughs> bit, bit wimpy, a bit cold. Yeah, yeah, you know, probably he'll probably walk in with his gloves and his socks on. And, <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think who else. Um, Solskjaer I think he's just a bit of a wet lettuce a yeah. little bit yeah uh, I can't really see him being too intimidated in the ring I, I
2: think Thomas Frank only looks like he weighs about five oh, stones Thomas, he Frank, yeah, straight yeah. Out. Yeah.
0: Thomas Frank could be that bloke who like someone throws someone out and then he'll just come and like push them while they're not looking and then, <laughs> yeah. and then run off run off into the corner or he'll probably like get a, a steel chair in and just wax them. he's that kind of bloke he, he's got that look about him did you see it when he was pointed to his watch during the playoff final when uh, Bournemouth kept wasting time Oh, I'm, uh, he's, he's he's just a little sour bastard. That bloke. I think um, uh, I think two would be a bit dirty. Just yeah, uh, he'd pull you by d- your clothes yeah. and that. Yeah. And Klopp and Guardiola would just moan about the FA Cup together in the corner. Wouldn't, wouldn't get <laughs> just involved. T-
2: too many people in the ring already. Yeah, yeah. Like.
0: <laughs> Who's the Everton manager now? Benitez. He says, yeah. He's just, I mean, you, you'd do well to push him out of the ring wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> the pie eater, he's carried a few pounds, isn't he? Fat Spanish waiter, fat Spanish waiter, yeah. <sighs> I think, uh, I think you'd, you'd do well to find someone who's going
2: to topple Daishi yeah. yeah. I, th- I think Steve Bruce would be, uh, oh, yeah, a bit Brucey. of surprise, but he's just yeah.
1: a bit old, yeah. I think, I think Dean Smith had, um, just because just he's you know. He's a bit Brexit as well. Yeah, he's yeah, he's very yeah, yeah. The
0: the the two gingers would be the last stand. <laughs> I, <think. laughs> yeah. I could I could picture a um, Harry Barr... I could picture, yeah, I could I could picture a uh, brucey like clothesline a few people with his top off. And <laughs> but then, yeah, the only problem is he w- he wouldn't have the stamina, would he? He'd be like McGregor, he'd be blowing after two minutes, and those two minutes he'd be top class. But S- then after that,
1: special move, grab grab a cabbage from under the yeah, under the get room. the cabbage out, yeah, go on up the cabbage.
0: <laughs> oh god, brilliant memories. When I mean, we talk about Villa meltdowns, but I think that was that was that, that was that was, that was yeah. peak. Yeah, brilliant yeah. really <laughs> throwing a cabbage at your manager. um yeah. Let's move on to the Olympics, lads. Uh, Reese, what's your favourite Olympic sport to watch or
2: uh, I suppose just for pure entertainment? I quite enjoy the swimming. Yeah, yeah. I think the swimming's pretty good. I Um, like all the track and, you know, field stuff. But I'll be honest, because, like, it's first week swimming, second week track and field for me. I I quite like that. I like
0: the the swimming because it's, like, the early, it's, like, the opening, isn't it? It's, like, when the swimming's on, you know, there's, like, three more weeks of this. And then... The track and field just reminds you a little bit of when it's all coming to a yeah. close, isn't it? What about you, Tom?
1: Uh, skateboarding. Um, yeah, no, I'm joking. No. Is that the first? <laughs> is, yeah. is that the first time it's been a Olympic yeah. sport? Yeah, that right? Yeah. What, what I've have, I have really enjoyed watching, I didn't really get it at first, but taekwondo because yeah. um, that can just sort of change in a second. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was
2: like that Brit- We had that British fight, the, didn't the, she, And she got beat the, literally the, with the last the, kick in the last second. There's been yeah. a few.
1: There's been a few British. I think there's been three British fighters, and, and each one of them have, have sort of lost in the last few seconds. They've been leading, yeah. Last few seconds, they've lost it. They've lost it, yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, no. It's for for lot, like, for like entertainment, like dra- like drama, taekwondo. Yeah.
0: What did you make of uh, Simone Ball's, um pulling out of the the kind of the event because of uh, something to do with with like our mental health? Uh, obviously, it's, it's well publicized that. Uh, you know, mental health obviously must take priority. There's a lot of people saying that we shouldn't be imploring someone quitting at, you know, this stage of, of they this is this is what they do. Do you know what I yeah. mean? This is this is that they work towards this stage of their career. This is everything or should be everything for them. And obviously it gets very close to the the final um event and I think America might have won the gold anyway yeah. um, so it didn't exactly matter too much at the end but you know, the other side of the coin says well this is her third Olympics she's I don't know 20 odd years old she's obviously very experienced um, I mean you, you can't say that she took a bit of a dive uh, is she setting a good example do you think obviously putting her mental health first and is that that's probably you know we should should we be imploring that more than
1: anything yeah think thing is with with like gymnastics if your head's clouded you make a mistake it's there's such a, an intricate sport. There's a big chance I you was could break say, block, block, a serious injury. A, chance, yeah, yeah, big injury. Yeah, f- fall off the pommel pum- horse, whatever it's called, and yeah. break a neck, break your neck or something. You know? What? Yeah.
0: So you could say she just she just she hates the thought of failure. And she yeah, didn't, she didn't want to fail. So that's a winning mentality more yeah. than anything, isn't it? Than the other way around. You could say that. Other people might argue.
1: And then you got Piers Morgan, who, um, who he, he the, w- yeah, you said he went kind of. I, d- yeah. I haven't heard. But yeah, he, so he was. Slagging him off about it because you know he's a uh, one of the best a- athletes we've uh, <laughs> we've ever seen.
0: Yeah, um, he'd uh, he'd beat you in a pot, uh, in a hot dog eating competition, wouldn't he? Yeah, yeah I was going to say he's it.
2: slating all these gymnasts. Yeah, he can probably barely get himself out of bed. So yeah, you know, yeah a bit of a joke. this is the
0: thing, isn't it? It's like, I think when I don't like the idea when yeah, I think when Billy Joe Saunders got beat by Canelo and people say he quit and. I kind of think, yeah. well, yeah, maybe you did quit, but don't say it in a way that you'd like to take a few smacks in the eye yeah. off Canelo Alvarez, do you know what I mean? Mm. So, you know, these are athletes. They're, they've they've all just got bodies like the rest of us, you know, So, and obviously a, a mind like the rest of us. So, you know, give them a, just a little bit of leeway every now and then. And if the pressure does get to them, or if you can even call it pressure, it might not even be anything to do with that. Like you say, it could be something in her, her personal life and, yeah. and she doesn't want to let it affect, you know, her on the biggest stage and she'd rather save herself for the next Olympics in um in Paris I think it is in 2024 yeah because they've
1: got the uh, Karen logo Guess with Karen logo yeah. oh god yeah if
0: anyone listening go and check it out it really does look like a, can I speak to the manager please <laughs> yeah it's terrible um, yeah so I think shout out someone Beals and hey look buddy hell she's like the best most well re- regarded known gymnast well, probably in my lifetime so yeah. you know give her a uh, don't give her so much stick um Here's another kind of tasty issue: Laurel Hubbard, uh, obviously a transgender weightlifter. Reese,
2: should she be allowed to compete? I think because obviously the 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 Olympic Committee have come out and spoke quite openly on 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 the matter. I, yeah. I I I think if if the committee who runs the competition have no issue with it, then it should be you know, it should be okay. Like, they're obviously, they would investigate it and look further into it. If they haven't got an issue with it, then I'm quite happy to say I haven't either, so. I'm
0: assuming they must speak to athletes.
2: Yeah. They have to, I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah.
0: Because they they have to speak to the athletes. And if it's got to this point where Laurel is a few days away or a day away from. Yeah, I think it's Monday. Monday, Monday she starts, yeah. From competing. And obviously no one else has any kind of conflict for that then as far as i'm concerned that's all that matters because obviously that's you know it's on them they're the ones that are actually you know putting themselves up there um i think there's like a one to five favorite as well tom so uh, i mean we kind of looked at the 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 bookmakers just to check yeah and she's like a second favorite but there's yeah there's there's a one to five favorite so it's a bit like well this you know woman who's who's expected to take the gold medal, is, is, is highly likely to, to kind of beat her anyway. Uh, you know, it, it kind of just, you know, weighs the argument just, just a little bit more into the middle, isn't it, I suppose? Is that fair yeah. to say?
1: Um, it's it's such a weird one, obviously.
0: It's complex, isn't it? It's very yeah. complex. Um, there's no right or wrong answer uh, for all exactly. I'm concerned. Everyone's allowed an opinion on I mean, it.
1: I mean, I, I tried I, I to tried do a bit of research and had a look, um, but uh, there's just... There's just every, yeah, there's there's so many different sort of opinions and and things. So obviously I'm a, a white straight male. Obviously I I, I don't really have a mm. you know like a an actual saying in in the in this in this sort of, sort of thing. But it just if if science sort of says that the uh like testosterone things that that they're having yep. means that that they don't have an advantage then Yeah. Then should, but does she have an advantage? You know, we don't know, do we? Um We don't know. No. So it's just one of them. But she's up there
0: and uh obviously good luck to her and, and everyone. They're all they're all Olympians. They're all, you know, giving us joy doing what they're doing and and, and obviously making a uh, making life, as, a, as we know it, slightly more entertaining or more entertaining than it has been. So, um, obviously, yeah, people at home can, can make their own mind up. Uh, boxing, October the 9th, Super Saturday. Anthony Yard against Lyndon Arthur and Joe Joyce fights again, Reece? He only fought the other night against
2: Carlos Yeah, he Takam. only fought the other night, yeah, but the, the promoters are saying they want to get him fighting Quick, on that quickly. date again. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, Carlos Takam's just a bit
2: of like a... He's just becoming a bit of a
0: punching bag, isn't he? He's, Journeyman, yeah. I think because he's because he's fought Chizora and Joshua. People probably think that he's a better fighter, maybe than he is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's like a bit of a gatekeeper. And and yeah, obviously, I mean, he's
2: obviously very good, Joe Joyce. But I just I struggle to watch the bloke fight. I mean, he's so boring. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, can't, I can't lie. I, I, I he doesn't entertain me watching him. No, so no.
0: I mean, I know everyone. There, there's no correct way of playing football, there's no correct style of, of fighting, of boxing, but it's just not really going to get me too psyched up. No. And, and to be honest, the promotion on it was terrible. Mm. I didn't even know until I went to Twitter I d- I didn't know there was a fight like, going on. Yeah,
2: I didn't know until I got up the next morning and saw it on Twitter, and I was, was like, oh, yeah. well, I, I don't. I didn't hear a thing at this. No, no. Um, am I
0: right in saying that the rescheduled trilogy fight between Wilder and Fury is on this same night, is that correct? Yeah,
2: yeah, they want to try and get all three fights on the same night. So, yeah.
0: What I will say is that imagine if Fury, Joshua had been confirmed and then Fury has a COVID outbreak in his, in his team and then the fight gets pushed back anyway. Do you know what I mean? It's almost a bit of a blessing in disguise, I think, that it hasn't happened and we actually get to watch Joshua fight uh, in September as far as I'm concerned. And look, it, it's still a good fight. I mean, Usyk is like top five pound for pound in the world. He's not a mug, this guy. Whether he's big enough for heavyweight or not, it's going to get you, you know, interested. If Joshua wins, it's a brilliant, you know, win on on his resume. Usyk, you know, undisputed cruiserweight champion of the world. Obviously, he's fought Derek Jisora, Jazora kind of they say bullied him a little bit and, and, and it was too easy for him to kind of, you know, use his presence in the ring but Usyk still goes and gets the job done uh, and he fights at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Um, yep. Yeah, that's right, yeah. And obviously we get to watch AJ again, you know, obviously it's a bit frustrating that we've had to wait this long <coughs> and, and that the, the super fight we were promised hasn't happened but, um I still think that this is this is going to be a pretty tasty one.
2: Yeah, you'd expect both of them to 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 get. Wow, I mean, Wilder's probably got the more difficult task in, in my personal opinion. He's got to go back and do it again. Yeah, but he should do it. You know, he, he made Wilder look. Well, I know he's fighter threw the towel in the ring, but he really did knock him for seven. Like, yeah. Um, I, Usyk, like you know, I I personally just think as much as Usyk, you know, travelled well and. You know he, he's quite happy to jump through the weights. He's just a lot of mouth. Yeah. Um, I think if Joshua fights the way that he against Ruiz, like because that was that second fight against Ruiz was was the, probably the smartest fight he's he's fought in his career. And you know suddenly that that loss in Madison Square Garden's kind of brought it home for him. Suddenly made him a bit more wiser, a bit more. I think AJ losing probably was one of the best things that could ever happen to him here. He could end up with all four belts yet. You know, we, we, there's a lot of fighters that are great fighters in the past that never went undefeated, you know. It, oh, they it, all got, Tyson got knocked out, Ali got knocked out, you know. Heavyweight fighting is just
0: different. Mm. It's a different level, isn't I, it? I
2: don't know why we've put it to the point where you've got to be unbeaten to be absolutely amazing. I don't understand it at all. Like, yeah. all great fighters lose a fight. Yeah. They don't win every fight. You know, if AJ does beat Fury here and takes all the belts, then you know he will be considered probably the one of the greatest boxers in, in well to fight in my lifetime anyway. So it just seems stupid to me that because he's lost his unbeaten status, he shouldn't be considered as a as a top end boxer when mm. he clearly is.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I've I, I've always considered him and Fury as the top two. Mm-hmm. I've never had Wilder mm-hmm. as as better than either. Uh, no, Wilder's just.
2: I think the problem is when you look at the excuse list that lost all his credibility for me. I thought he was all right. He's fast. Mm-hmm. He's got some power, but you know you look you look back at that now and see all the, the honestly the, the the list of excuses could go on for for, for pages and pages. So yeah. I just think he lost all credibility with that. Oh, this was too heavy. My tra- trainer threw the towel in. This, that, and the other. You know, it was just digging through and it's like, just take, the, if he just took the fight on the chin going, yeah, I lost and I need to come back stronger. Fair enough, everybody would give him a bit more respect for it, but all these bollocks with the excuses, just absolute loads of crap.
0: <laughs> yeah, if you wear a 45 kilo suit for your ring walk, then you've got only one person to blame, my friend, and that is yourself. Um, did you see the video of Wilder
1: doing that bench press, by the way? No, uh, I mean I'm I'm only interested in boxing when uh, Logan Paul or Jake Paul <laughs> are involved. So Jake Paul's fighting Tyrone Woodley, the
0: former UFC welterweight champion, isn't he? Oh, oh, I don't know, I don't know, but there we go. That's uh, yeah. It's quite um. It, you know, I won't certainly won't pay to watch it, but I'm quite interested <laughs> to see what happens. Uh, they bastards, aren't they? Like cause they know they know that there's going to be a little. B- I just hope that this Tyrone. I hope that Tyrone Woodley Woodley was was just finished by the end of his UFC career. Um, but he, he, you know, he's certainly probably the, the toughest fight this this lad Jake Paul's going to yeah. have fought, um, and he's probably got the biggest kind of credibility of anyone he's fought. So um, we'll see how we get on. But yeah, the, the video of Wild doing the bench press is really funny because he's got really skinny legs, hasn't he? Like he's he's yeah. got chicken legs. Like he's got a big upper body, but his legs are like you know bloody you know like uh, like pencils. <laughs> um and he like really struggles to do this bench press and then he's like screaming down the camera after like his right arms like shaking and his left arm's kind of half got the bar up, and then his right arm—he like, gets it up, and he—he's he's got about two people spotting him who are like putting the. It's really embarrassing. That he's screaming down the cat, like the camera after going like, you know, one face, one name, Deontay Wilder. Well, so, mate, we saw you get absolutely ironed out. Like no one's forgot that you've been made a mug of. Oh, I don't know. if It's because he's an American. I'll just find him even more annoying. But uh, no offense to Josh, Turk, the Canadian. Anyway, uh, yeah, we'll stick on UFC uh, for this weekend. I was going to say, by the way, um, download Fight Picks. Fight Picks is a new game uh, released by Low Six, and that's for all the big boxing events taking place uh, across every single weekend. Uh, and obviously, shout out Low 6 as well. Today, officially announced as uh, 200,000 users. So, well done to everyone uh, at Low 6 for making that possible. Uh, UFC picks this weekend. Hall against Strickland. Uh, there's a £750 prize pool for grabs. £5 entry. Uh, head over to UFC Picks. Available on Android and Apple. Get your picks in. There's also a £100 free-to-play uh, prize pool. Uh you lads aren't massively into UFC, I know, but the last time we saw Uriah Hall, it was when um, Chris Weidman uh, broke his leg. Do you remember that?
2: I, I briefly remember that, yeah. It was like
0: the yeah. the night of that amazing... I think it was the first time that there was a UFC event open in front of fans, and obviously you had the Masvidal-Uzman fight. Um, yeah, I do remember Nami that. Nami yunus Whaley, and it was like three title fights. It was amazing. Uh, I woke up. Uh, And I just caught the start of this fight for all that lasted about 15 seconds, I think. I think Uri Hall is officially the only person in UFC history to win a fight without throwing a single strike. Which kind of sums it up basically if you haven't seen it Tom and you're not too squeamish, then watch it. Basically Vibin goes for a leg kick. Oh no, I think Did you see see it? and his yeah, leg yeah. just like gives way and snaps in half. I saw on Twitter, I think it was yesterday, he's had to have a second operation on it as a result. Oh uh, which is just terrible. But obviously your eye hole, you could tell in the aftermath of that was um, you know, he was just he really fell for vibing. He's he's there being announced as the winner and he couldn't look less arsed. Um and There's then, something
1: about like leg Leg. injuries in um UFC isn't yeah. Well, we'll it? Yeah, we'll come is. on to McGregor because
0: yeah. obviously that's you know we saw it in more recent history. Uh but yeah. I thought I say there was uh, Sean Strickland as well. Um, who he's fighting this weekend. There's a really funny video on TikTok. If you go on the UFC on TikTok, it basically it's him just trash talking the bloke he's fighting and he's just getting punched. Well, the bloke's trying to punch him in the face and he's basically just mugging him off, like asking him to like come and punch him. I mean, that must be frustrating if you're a fighter and the bloke is like basically trying to like lure you in because yeah. he knows he's in like absolutely no danger of, of, you know, while you're kind of in the cage with him. <laughs> Incredible. Um your wife is in me DMs. Is that the best of a post-fight sort of interview that you see? I mean, I was in bits. The bloke is literally (laughs) sat there with a snap leg and all he can talk about is Poirier's wife like (laughs) message him on Instagram. I I mean, people can say they the one about McGregor. I think only he could kind of do that and and, and still make you almost half interested in a fourth fight should it happen. Even though, you know, he was kind of getting badly... I, I thought... The leg kicks he was throwing, I thought the first two minutes I was thinking, oh, he looks actually quite sharp here. But then Poirier's is just not afraid of him now because he knows he's knocked him out. And McGregor just doesn't have that zip anymore. He just doesn't have that, that power, that one, you know, one-punch
2: knockout power. He just, he he seems to have lost it. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I'm, I'm not a big follower of UFC, but every time I go on Twitter on a Sunday morning, it just seems like he's lost again. Mm. Like, it's you know this is yeah. a guy who i don't get me wrong like he's probably if i if you asked me to name ufc fighters he'd be first like top of the list just purely because of entertainment value yeah you know a lot of the stuff he comes out with is absolutely incredible absolutely hilarious like you yeah. know I, I, I want to apologize to absolutely nobody it was probably <laughs> my favorite of all yeah, time because yeah. i just i just didn't expect it it was absolutely incredible yeah he's just pure entertainment value Yeah. But, He can sell a fight. Yeah. Uh, That's the thing. That's the only reason he's still probably getting these fights is they know they could sell out a full arena just purely because of him. The
0: press conferences are just worth it, aren't they? Oh, yeah. The only thing that, that does, and we've seen it happen now, is that if a guy, I think as far as I'm concerned, anyone can get paid as much as they want if they're getting punched in the face for it or getting kicked in the face for it or whatever. That's fine. That's up to you. What I don't like seeing is this kind of it's prize fighting. You're not fighting because you think you can win. You're fighting because you're getting paid a load of money for it. Mm -hmm. And people, obviously, in martial arts get seriously injured. You know, they're putting, obviously, their health on the line. And what I don't like to see is is somebody who doesn't look as good and as sharp as he once was, you know, five, six years ago. Five years ago, McGregor that Alvarez fight, he was absolutely top draw he could kind of take the risk in the Mayweather the fight, because it was boxing, and look, he, he gets like shins thrown, at you know his at his neck. So probably a boxing match isn't exactly too bad for him. But I don't like this idea of someone who's you know just likes the idea of getting paid, and is therefore then going in and subsequently you know breaking his leg. And we're not going to see him now. Year minimum, mm. you know, it's going to take a year to get over an injury like that, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so it, I, that, it could be
2: a retirement injury. That is. It could, be, could yeah, be. Yeah.
0: It could be. It could be. And obviously. I, <laughs> I hope it's not, because I think a guy who's done, and look, there's there's been obviously some questionable tweets um, sent out, you know, even just this week, uh, and kind of in the aftermath of um, of the fight with Poirier. Uh, but I think it would be a sad ending. Like, I understand a lot of people, he's marmite in, in, in MMA, in the UFC. You know, you either love him or you hate him. Um, but I think a guy who's had such a big impact and really has put the UFC on, on, on the map uh, and has, has made it a a far more creditable organisation than it was, you know, when he, when he, when he joined, I think it would be a sad way, you know, for him to bow out. Uh, I just think he's got to fight some lower quality opponents and just get a few wins, get everyone back on side. And then, you know, maybe in three years, have another go at the title fight. Mm -hmm. That's my opinion anyway. Um, Tom, are you an F1 man?
1: Uh, Reese is a,
0: you're more into your F1 Reese. I, I,
2: I I love my F1. Yeah. So,
0: (sighs) I didn't kind of understand this too much. From what I could tell on Twitter, the whole Hamilton Verstappen incident—Hamilton like was getting absolutely panned. Yeah. As a kind of a far more of an expert in this field
2: than than I am, what was your honest assessment? At first, I thought it was Hamilton's fault. When when you look at it, you know they're both battling for position. You know that it's 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 probably the best World Championship. Title race, uh, I've seen in a long time. Yep. You know, Rosberg and Hamilton was exciting in 2016. Like Everybody was going mad for that. And, you know, again, we're at the point now where Red Bull have, you know, after the Mercedes dominance, Red Bull have caught back up. And, you know, Verstappen has been on fire this year without question. And, you know, knocking... I look at it, you know. A lot of people are on uh, on Verstappen's side that you know he knocked him out in the first lap. He won the race and celebrated like like he just won the world championship, which I thought was a bit off. Like I like Hamilton, I, I do like you know he's bought quite a lot of you know respect for British races again. But you know that I look at that turn and it was declared a racing incident. So in in terms like that, it, it's 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 fifty fifty, like you know just... There's no exact decision made on whose fault it was. Both drivers take blame and leave it at that. Yeah, I, I personally think Hamilton was in the wrong... It's not the first time he's done it. No. He, he's effectively derailed Alex Albon's career. Because mm. Alex Albon lost his seat at Red Bull to, to Perez, who's now the second driver for Red Bull. Because of racing the way that he does. Aggressively, you know, in those type of turns that he is quite aggressive and so is Verstappen and Verstappen was ahead. He shouldn't have the wheel where it. Where, he shouldn't have been turning where it was. And mm. I, I personally do think it was Hamilton's fault when you look at it. But it, it's it, it's it is a, it did it has made it exciting again. Like now they're close again. There's like I think there's only like less than ten points difference between them now. But I think celebrating the race. I know it's his home Grand Prix. I know everybody wants a British racer to win the British Grand Prix. But the way he celebrated it, and in all fairness. You know, if Verstappen was still on the track, I don't think he would have beat him anyway.
0: Mm.
2: I, I thought it was really harsh to to celebrate the way he did, not I do think it was Hamilton's fault. As much as I don't like saying it, I do think Hamilton was to blame for that crash, because I mean, to go into a barrier at the speed that he did, and I mean, it was it was something stupid, like, you know, absolutely, he smashed his barrier up completely, I, I'm you know they had to take him to hospital for checks because I, I I was half expecting him to come out and go he's out for the season with a broken leg or something because it was such a smash into the side like mm. you know it was quite frightening watching it live and you know that that crash last year with Grosjean I watched that live and that yeah, that car was, went on fire that was it, yeah. scary I, f- I personally thought he died then like I was like there's no way he's got out of that and to see him get out of it, it was like that, that I was in I was in the office where I used to work and like just the eerie silence fell because mm. like you saw the fireball go up and I was like, oh shit. It's like the Ericsson it. thing, wasn't it? All yeah, yeah, yeah. like, you yeah. Just thought, oh God, this is actually happening.
0: Mm. Yeah, I remember it well, yeah. Um, I think, yeah, just because a bloke's trying to get, get past, I mean, you know, it's a race, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. just because someone's trying to get past you, I don't think it means that you should fucking try and yeah. <laughs> send them halfway <laughs> to their death, <laughs> do you know what yeah. I mean? So yeah. I've never necessarily been much of a Hamilton fan. I think he's got the personality of a wet flannel, but um, <laughs> uh, this week, Hungary, is that... Yeah, it's Hungary, yeah. Budapest. Um, Tom, drivers openly protest the country's LGBTQ policies. Uh, Is it only right that athletes and, you know, celebrities are using their platforms and their status to kind of, because essentially a a lot of the time or in recent history, some people have been accused of, you know, forgetting their roots and, um, you know, forgetting where they come from and they're not normal, you know, they're in their own little bubble. Um, and then when they do kind of have this kind of down to earth approach and trying to stand up for lesser, um, uh, I, I, I suppose people who are kind of not as you know fortunate as they are, and obviously that they work hard to, to get where they get and earn the money they do, um, you know they they, they they kind of get slayed for it again. And oh, don't bring politics into sport and all this and that. I mean, are you a bit fed up of the, the problem? Is we're all a little bit fed up of it, but it's only because it really shouldn't you know, even be necessary anyway if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, it's a it's it shouldn't they shouldn't have to be doing no no this sort of yeah. stuff anymore. It's a If
0: everyone was just like normal and just live and let live, then yeah. the, the the people wouldn't be like you say, they wouldn't have to, having to be make such a big deal out of it. Um yeah, so you you'd be you're
1: you're all for all this. Oh yeah of course, yeah. yeah. Um It's it's not hurting well yeah, it's not hurting anybody that they're yeah. protesting or anything. Mm-hmm. And um yeah the if if they've got a platform to use, use it. Yeah. Um. There's yeah. Th- they need to. Uh. The fact that I mean, bring it back to the Euros. The fact that they're on about potentially hold holding it in Hungary, even though they had the problems there. Mm-hmm. Um. the final in Hungary. Um. Yep. I I loved it when the German was it when they played Germany. And uh, this is in Germany, and that fan ran onto the onto the pitch with a with a rainbow flag yeah. in front of the Hungarian players. Yeah, no, they um, the should should be protested as well because it's 2021 now. Yeah. The whole country shouldn't be having yeah well, LGBTQ. Like uh, and an, anti yeah anti LGBTQ laws. Excuse my ignorance. I'm not actually
0: too kind of informed on what actually is the
1: yeah. So like it's, um, I'm pretty sure. I mean, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's like you, you can't sort of openly show, um, like affection and yeah, like yep. uh, yeah. So any sort of PDA, <laughs> yeah, uh, and any like advertisement of. Of it, or any of LGBT, or anything. Yeah. So, yeah. If you're all that illegal. bothered about what
0: strangers do behind closed doors, mate, then you've got the problem, not them. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Enough said. Do as Tommy Pearce says. <laughs> <laughs> um, Reese will uh, will come on to horse racing to conclude. Unless there was any other lingering uh, topics of, of of debate that I've missed out. Gloria's good with this week. Uh, Lady Bothorp uh, wins
2: the Nassau Stakes. Uh, a first Group One win for Kieran Schumacher? I believe so. Yeah, and um, William Jarvis got his first Group One win in 27 years as well. Ninety-four, yep. yeah, 27 years. You know, it's a great story all around when you look at it. Like you know, it's great for the connections and the owner. And you know, she ran really, really well. Um, you know that the speed she produced in the last furlong. You know, to to push ahead and plough down the deer, you know the roll she did. It was it was. It was nice to watch. Uh, you know, yeah. I—I'll I, be honest. I'm—I'm I'm always a sucker for a good story in racing, so <laughs> I, I quite enjoyed it. Absolutely right. Uh, An alcohol-free uh, top wall poetic
0: flair. I, I still think poetic flair was the horse to take from it because he was so keen early mm. on, and it was kind of really, really, you know, tiring ground, and 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 to still finish second and uh, and give a a good account as you know of himself as he did, despite a really, really long
2: season. I mean. Oh, he's traveled think. several countries now. He's, yeah, he's been running in. He's a freak. You know, you know, he's running. F- he's running Britain. He's running Ireland. He's running France. You know, and yeah. he did. He did. They tried to do the the two thousand guinea run across yeah. England, Ireland, and France as well. And. Yeah. You know, he won the English, come runner-up in the Irish, and I think he comes sixth in the French one. The, the ground was just not on his side on, on the French one. But, yeah, you know, and the same with the Irish, again, I, I'm sure McSwiney was, you know, his stable mate. I, I personally had McSwiney that day, because I knew heavy ground is, is McSwi- McSwiney's delight. So... yeah, it, He's it, only I, beat like a short. Yeah, head, it was but very, very, very yeah. close, yeah. McSwiney just managed to, to hold off a late challenge for him. But that's the thing, I think you are right to say Poetic Flair's the one to take, like... Alcohol-free, you know, she had, you know, a lot of weight on him. And, and the ground. And the ground, ground she relishes that. that type of ground as well. I thought she was the better of the race. And we both said it on the day that, you know, f- it was the day before she was eight to one, and it was yeah, like, yeah. it's not going to be that price tomorrow. And no. um, she, 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 you know, she was a game winner. But yeah, I think you're right. Poetic Flair was definitely the one to take about that. And I hope Bolger doesn't retire, retire <laughs> him as a three-year-old. I really hope he pushes him up a bit longer
0: yeah yeah no definitely uh, taking nothing away from from alcohol free of course and and Ashin Murphy uh, Stradivarius pulled out of the goodwood cup late on um Obviously, that was down to the ground concerns. Uh, John Gosden, you know, fair play to him. Let the uh, let the first race take place before before investigating mm-hmm. the uh, the kind of the, the, the turf and, and and gave it every single chance. But uh, the way Shan won,
2: Stradivarius would have had to have been, you know, I going to say, you look at the way that Trushan dealt with that ground, and I think straight away Stradivarius was in trouble anyway if he did run. Um, you know what John Gosden come out and said, and he didn't stay quiet on it. He spoke to Racing TV and gave like he spoke for a good five minutes on the matter. And you know what he said was was respectful, and you know he, he just didn't want to risk the health of the horse. And I couldn't argue with that. Like you know, yeah. soft ground is not is not his forte, and that's fair enough. Like I'm 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 all down for. You know, pulling him out. If you know, g- he gave it a chance. That's what I've got more respect for. The fact that he didn't go on it one morning, he went nah, That's it. And he just like, right. I'll see how the running's going, and then give it, give it the race, and then see what happens then. And I, I couldn't argue with that. I think that was fair.
0: Absolutely right. Put the horse first. Uh, and I've just seen uh, during uh, recording that uh, Swayzer has won the King George Qatar Stakes uh, for the uh, French trainer. Francois Rahul, I think that's how you pronounce yeah, it. Am yeah, I yeah, saying that Or Rahout I could be wrong. Uh, excuse my French. As, uh, <laughs> not the first time I said that. Uh, um, beat mine up of the day. Dragon Symbol into second. Tash only I,
2: seventh. I, I, I thought Dragon Symbol was the bet for that race. Yeah. Um, I, I had a little bit on Glass Slippers each way, just in case. And uh, ran third. Yeah, stuck into third. So I, I'm quite content with that.
0: Yeah, just first first appearance that she won at the uh, the Breeders' Cup mm. in in November. Uh, mm. Finished third. So twenty two to one as well. Yeah. Uh, Kevin rides, so I think uh, next time Glass Slippers appears, get her in the tracker. In the I tracker, think uh, yeah. she's likely yeah. to run a cracker. Yeah, Batash disappointing. I, I, um,
2: think, I think we are coming to the, coming to the end of it, that we yeah. are coming to the end now, so he had to come here and prove something and you look you look at the distance, the seven and a half, seven and a half lengths after the winner. I know he had to give weight to rivals in this, but, you know, yeah. he he broke the course record last year, this time last year. Yeah, yeah. And, Seven's old for a flat its uh, It is. It is, it is old, running at yeah. that level. I think you know. maybe maybe it's time to give him give him one more run out. Announce you know, say the retirement's due after this one and then leave it at that. I don't think that's fair. He doesn't know anything to anyone. You Course. know, he's been one of probably probably in the last you know of the modern era. Anyway, has been absolutely you know top star sprinter. You know, for for the level of year for the years that he's run and been mm. at the top of his game for the years that he has. He's definitely been up there. I think. You know, maybe now's the time to go, yeah, that, that probably should be the end of it now, yeah.
0: Yeah, still a legend, Batash, uh, undoubtedly. Uh, and then uh, we'll come on to the Stewards Cup tomorrow, Saturday afternoon. I'm going to give my phone to Tom because I want Tom to pick out a name just to get Tom involved because Tom's not really a horse racing fan. Um, and then I'll, I'll give you my nap of the day early. You can obviously head over to epsomderby.co.uk, cheltenham.co.uk uh, for mine and Reese's daily tips. But... Uh, but uh, yeah, Reese, I'll give you uh, the floor, mate, to uh, to talk us through tomorrow's Stewards Cup of Goodwood.
2: I I've got a few picks for that. Like, obviously, this is this is like throwing fro- throwing a dart at a dartboard and hoping to mm-hmm. hit a decent bet. Yeah, cool. yeah. It, it, yeah, you know, like I Summerhand is is in in, in my eyes was um, he won it last year? He's only a pound higher, six 8 to one. I don't think he'll win it again. But he should be in the picture. He knows the ground. He knows how, you know, he knows the the, the track. He's a course and distance winner, obviously. So, yeah. 16 to 1 is interest. I personally like Punchbowl Flyer um, from Eve Johnson-Houlton's yard. I I think she's, you know, the price she's at, she's lingering about 16 to 1. I don't think she'll be that price tomorrow. Um, She won last time out as well. I just think she's 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 just got some just got some, some about him. Just just runs really well and I, I think that's personally where I'd go. Like looking at form as well as personally where I'd go. Yeah. Tom, you had a look?
1: Yep. Um I'm gonna go for Hey Jonesy. Hey, Jonesy. <laughs> yeah. Megan Nichols' rides as well. Oh, yeah. wow. y-
0: you'd like Megan Nichols, Tom. She's a bit of you, I think. <laughs> is she? All right. Yeah, definitely. Yeah,
1: got, got, got a few Joneses in the family, so... Uh, <laughs> oh, there we go then. Yeah.
0: Hey,
2: Jonesy. About
0: 28 to 1, 25, 28 to 1? Yeah, so it's, like, one
2: so. of, um, it's one of four, Kevin four Kevin Ryan.
0: Printed so. money, then, that is. Yeah. So. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Lump on. Um, my
0: nap of the day actually comes in the Summer Handicap, uh, and it's a horse of Alan King's who's, uh, well... Up until today, had two runners at Goodwood and two winners. And he also had a, a winner at Stratford yesterday uh, over hurdles. Uh, and I'm backing on to victory. The top weight uh, for Tom Marquand. Won the uh, November handicap uh, at Doncaster uh, on soft ground. Uh, I think he was only off about £5 lower mark. Uh, he's had a couple of spins over hurdles as well. Won twice, ran in the Betfair hurdle. Uh, and then he came a, a good third at Sandown uh, on the, the, the jumps finale day back in April uh, and then he came second uh, in soft ground at Goodwood back in May in listed company finishing behind Huckham and Huckham has since won uh, a group three uh, for Owen borough, so that form has, has worked out quite nicely he's 11-1 to one, uh, and I think uh, stick a fibre, or tenner on whatever you do uh, and I think he'll give you a good run for your money so he's my nap tomorrow um Anything else, lads? Have I missed anything? What's uh, what's the weekend saying? Just a, a quiet one, you're going out. I mean, it, this is the first podcast in COVID-free yeah. kind of England.
1: Yeah, I'm um, Bristol City away. Bristol City yeah. away.
0: But you can't drink, can you?
1: No, so that there is that, but I am excited to... Is this your around. first, like, yeah. proper well, away day in how long? Um, <sighs> uh, well, the last... Game I went to was Leicester away, and that was the last Premier League game to have full capacity. Full, yeah. yeah, oh, so, yeah, yeah, that's right. So, um, yeah, I, I,
0: gen- m- I
2: genuinely can't remember my last away day, it's been that long. Yeah. Whole
0: city for me, we won 1 0, I think it was November 2019. So, by the, the time I next go to an away game, I think it will have been nearly two, well, two years since I watched Albion
2: yeah.
0: full stop. I mean, I've said to Tom earlier, it's August on Sunday, isn't it? In five months, 2020 will have been two years ago. I mean, that is a scary old thought. Yeah. Um, putting this, it into, yeah, this is how yeah, long... Just, uh, just put a pencil through the last two years. Yes, yeah, so long. Yeah. We're in our primes as well. That's what's disappointing. Yeah, if we are yeah. like, 50 or, like, two, we wouldn't have really cared, <laughs> wouldn't we? fucking all in our 20s. Like, Jesus, what a time. It's been good, though. It, 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 it's, it's, you know, it's, it's picked up. Mm. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we, we've had... Bit more positivity. England are playing well. Um, we're all in happy relationships. Uh, you know, works good. Like I said, low six today. Two hundred thousand users. Big up. Um, it, yeah, it's it just it does feel again as long as you don't get pinged by the NHS app <laughs> that you know you can kind of go and live a bit more freely yeah. now, doesn't it? You know, you can have a house party with as many yeah. people as you want. You can go to a pub and not have to worry about wearing a face mask. One thing yeah. I did want to ask is,
2: where do we stand on face masks?
1: I'm still wearing them. Yeah, me yeah. too. Yeah, uh, yeah. I've I, I, said
2: that. supermarkets, like, you know, places where, I, I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm going to a club on Saturday night. I'm not going to wear them. No, of course in a club. not, no. But when I go shopping, if I go into a shop, yeah, I, I still wear it. Like, I think like if I go to a place where I, I choose to go for entertainment, I'm not going to wear it. Yeah, A place where I have to go, so if i got to go to the shopping centre or, stup- uh, you know, the, the pharmacy yeah. or
1: something, then I'll wear it. Yeah, yeah. Like I was just about to say, there's no way I'm I'll be wearing a mask on Saturday. No. In the ground now? No. no de- oh, oh no, definitely not. No, absolutely not. Um, I mean, I, try, I I went to the um, FA Youth Cup final, mm-hmm. and because uh, I wear glasses, couldn't see half the time because they're all steamed up. Did yeah. yeah. you have to? Wear, from, do you have to wear a mask from, from, the whole game? Yeah. So I, I I tried to you know just have it under my nose, you know, to so not wear it so, so I could see. Yeah. And then um, steward come down. Oh, well. it was like, we were in the upper tier as well, so I couldn't even take my glasses off. No. I also wouldn't have a clue what was going on. So, <laughs> no, so yeah, tomorrow, <laughs> no mask. No
0: mask. No, I was at the cricket um, at Headingley. I think that, that was the night, I think it was the, it was the day before. Um, so we might have recorded the last episode kind of earlier that week. Uh, but I went to Headingley for T um, T20 game. Um, and uh, yeah, very much uh, kind of enjoyed not being able to, I think it wasn't like a pilot event. But no one was really. But I think when you're outside, look, they talk about ventilation. Yeah. Being outside, you, you got more space. Yeah. Um, and I'm off to the hundred on Wednesday. Are you interested in a hundred event?
1: Yeah, I've been watching. You've been watching him, yeah. It. Watching it. Yeah, yeah, bit, yeah. I, I
2: got off a ticket Sunday, Baston. Yeah, um, but I'll be honest, I'm probably going to be too hungover for it. So I've learned. Uh, yes, it's, the, yeah. the women's game's eleven o'clock start. I was like, right, I ain't, I ain't gonna, I'm not going to make that. Yeah, just no chance. <laughs> no, no, uh, can't beat <laughs> yeah. Edge Baston can you? No, yeah, you can't. What an event. No, fuck you can't. You guys sitting there, um, the holly I can't remember the whole night. Oh, the holly stand, the yeah, 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 that's my stand, that's just party stand central. It's, ca- I love that stand. it's Cabriwell for you this week, isn't it? Though, yeah, yeah, Cabriwell hey. Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, my girlfriend's, um, she's from South Gloucestershire, so she doesn't really live anywhere near here. So, all her friends are coming up to see her because they want to come and see the new flat because obviously we moved down. In January, so they've been waiting to come and see it. So they wanted to do something touristy in Birmingham. So Cadbury World, the place I drive past four times a week on average, is 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 the tourist attraction this weekend, and then and then a night out after. So snobs, snobs, yeah, can't beat snobs. Yeah, (laughs) snobs and Cadbury World. I think that's about as Birmingham as you can
0: get. Yeah, throw get a golf in there maybe. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I
2: I did. I did want to go to a bar beforehand, but they were quite happy with a. Drinking the flat straight to the club, like good yeah, old times. So student days, student days. Yeah. Student days yeah. <laughs> what? What?
1: what are, you, are you a club or barman? Oh, bar. Yeah, no, not. You're you're a, you're a club man. I, I I'll be
2: honest, mate. I go wherever anybody else goes. I'm, I'm not yeah. bothered. I'll be honest, right. I I do love a. It, look, I'll put it so I'll go to a bar, and if I end up in snobs after it, yeah, then I know I end up in snobs after it.
0: Yeah, I've been trying not to drink too much of late. I think after the Euros. Um, uh, just I've, I've been back in the gym a bit more, been working out a bit more. Um, you know, gotta let the girl. You know, obviously, gotta let the know that. You know, obviously, <laughs> you know, we take we take all this stuff <laughs> seriously. And we gotta we gotta stay we gotta stay in shape, haven't we? You know. So, even t- took a dog for a walk the other day as well, which was good. Get a, you know, stretch the legs a little bit. Yeah, um, I, I don't
2: think I've had a point since the uh, the final. I think that's the last time I yeah,
1: had a drink actually. Yeah. yeah,
0: I've had a couple since, but like, yeah, just been trying to. Lay off it a little bit Yeah, I can't say the same You yeah. can't, yeah
1: I, I went out last Friday and then went out Saturday Yeah uh, No, I didn't go out last Friday I, I drank quite a bit on the holiday, that's it Yeah I Drank quite a bit on oh, holiday yeah, yeah. And then went out around Brum on Saturday So Yeah, yeah. I think Saturday now was
2: going to hit me
0: like a brick Because yeah. it's been a while There's beers in the beer fridge as well We, we had to walk past it I've got water, <laughs> like, we're drinking rain here This is how depressing <laughs> it is Yeah <laughs> But, yeah <laughs> lads anyway well um, it's, it's Friday so it's normally an early finish so we'll obviously call it a day there uh, and uh, yeah I think you lads are off um, or two of you're off next week aren't you is that yeah. what I'm saying
1: Monday, yeah. Tuesday for me I'm at full week
0: so we me and Tom might do a special then next Friday yeah yeah we, maybe, it, well, we, do, we might dial Reese in for 20 minutes if you, yeah, that's <laughs> if so if you can I, spare it I'd do, it. That. Yeah, I'd do yeah. that yeah I think we'll do that <laughs> Well then, lads have a good weekend Catch up with you next week